Hello, hello everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode of the OdaFest podcast. I am here with Jay and Angelo and Dio. Hello. Hi, everybody. They can't see us. <laughs> they we can't can see, see you, other. but they love you just the same. Are you sure about that? Uh, we, for, for context, we usually don't use webcams. <laughs> they don't know we're using webcams or not. <laughs> Now they they do. don't care for using webcams at all. No, but when you introduced us, I was just like, it's me. But I only threw up <laughs> Translators note, Jay held up two peace signs next to his eyes. You've heard of VTubers. You've heard of flesh tubers. Get ready for voice tubers. Tell me more. That's well, that would be using the voice, wouldn't it? That's the whole point. <laughs> Before we get into that, if you have been missing OdaFest, you should come join Amanda J and Bayfar as they play Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time Randomizer, the Pictionary Edition for Extra Life. Bayfar is going to draw clues. Jay is going to try and decipher them to try and beat Ganon. And Amanda will be really busy trying to keep everything and everyone together. So join them on September 26th and October 3rd at 6 p.m. Mountain Time to support a good cause and have a good laugh at twitch.tv slash OdaFest. Let's go! Yay! Extra life! Let's go! I'm awful at Pictionary. I will be completely upfront about this. I am so glad I'm not the one who's going to have to play. Are you bad at the drawing part or the guessing the drawing part? Uh, Probably the deciding how to draw a thing. And then on the guessing part, I would also just be like, no. Uh, we tried to play D&D Pictionary once. Mm-mm. Nope. I remember one time I was playing Pictionary, and I had the word eggplant. And uh, it's like, how oh, no. How do you do? You draw an eggplant and expect them to get it? No. No. First, <laughs> you draw a chicken. <laughs> Excuse me? Answering the age-old question, which came first. So first you draw the chicken, then you draw the oblong circle to show an egg, and then you just draw a plant. If you draw those three things, anyone will guess eggplant. Yes, but you could also just draw the emoji, the eggplant. Yeah, emojis didn't exist the back plant, then. the plant, the eggplant. Emojis didn't exist back then. Oh my oh, goodness. So I guess our co- common nomenclature of what the eggplant emoji symbolizes was not a cultural norm. Oh no. Huh. I didn't consider this. That's a recent thing. That's like within the last seven or eight years. Huh. I didn't consider that. Hmm. Hmm. So I guess you can't just... What if you get that prompt and you don't know what an eggplant is? I don't know. But if you draw it like I drew it, if you draw it like I drew it, someone just would just say like, eggplant? What does that mean? But they would get it right. (laughs) Fair. This is why Bayfar is drawing, because he... So, like I'm not accusing him of this. He knows that he's not very good at drawing. Oh. And then I, uh, I, I have played enough Ocarina of Time, but I've never really done a randomizer. <laughs> We're in for a treat. And Amanda knows the randomizer quite well, so that's why she's hosting and keeping us all together. <laughs> oh boy. She will be. We're gonna get. She lost. will be shepherding. She she bad. will shepherd you through the chaos that you've both created. Yeah, for money. It's true. For charity. For extra life. Uh, what what do you do? You have any info, Jay, that you can share on maybe uh, some fun mechanics you're gonna throw into this? Um. Or is it all gonna be a surprise? 
We're going to keep it pretty low-key as far as I anticipate, but Bayfar probably will introduce something that I am not even expecting. Um, but aside from that, it's basically we're all going to we're we're all broadcasting from three different places. Like Amanda's going to be at her place, Bayfar's going to be at his, and I'll be at mine. So there's going to be no intercommunication. Oh my! Other than like what we might see on stream, but I'm going to keep away from chat because I don't want to see any extra clues about what Bayfar is drawing. No spoilers. It's basically I'm blind playing and I have no idea where I'm going to have to go because I'm not, I have watched a couple of randomizers, but I'm not good with any of the problems that a randomizer actually presents other than like, Hey, go get lost and find something. <laughs> so it could be a lot of running around being sad about like not having a sword or just going fishing because that's all I really want to do. <laughs> so when I'm spamming poggers <laughs> in the chat, it's going to be directly at uh, Bayfar and Amanda, I guess? Yeah. Yeah, I don't actually know if Bayfar is going to... He might look at chat, but I don't know if that'll benefit him. It'll be mostly Amanda helping out and sort of trying to coordinate like the left brain, right brain operation that's going to happen. Let's go. <laughs> Send all the poggers to Amanda. Yeah. Interestingly enough, I kind of wonder if Amanda's going to need like to mute with either of you while she's trying to maybe talk to Ch I don't know. Hmm, That's an interesting conundrum it'll be a lot of technological like oh should we do this or should we do that we're still ironing out some of the uh kinks that we're probably going to come up against but that's okay, okay. We're, we're doing a little practice uh setup in i'm excited in to days. see that you nice know. but excited. it'll be fun nice mm -hmm. i'm super looking forward to it we haven't really done an extra life in a little while and we do really like the yeah doing that project but it's a little bit of a uh, a commitment, as most of our projects tend to be at OdaFest. So. <laughs> but again, for a good cause, I don't know if we've said specifically, but um, usually we are donating to Alberta Children's Hospital, and I think that's exactly who we're going with again this year. Very support good. the kids. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, support the kids. Also, a little while ago, the summer 2022 season began. It sure did. It and did. right at the it end sure of... Season 7 of the OdaFest podcast, we did a preview episode for 5 anime. We previewed Isekai Ojisan, Likoris Recoil, Yure Deko, Isekai Yakyoku, and Waro Ars Notoria. And today, we watched those very anime to see if we picked out some winners or losers for you to watch. For context, we only watched the first episode of each of those shows we didn't watch all of them some of them are still airing we gave them mm -hmm. a very solid one episode test <laughs> some of us watched actually did watch some of these shows <laughs> as one show i will admit mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so we're gonna mm -hmm. start off mm -hmm. with isekai ojisan and what we thought of it immediately <sighs> i need more i need more well we'll give a quick recap of what isekai ojisan is an ojisan was isekai and <laughs> then came back yes the uncle <laughs> Yep, he yeah, was gone so, for 17 years. He got isekai'd for 17 years. And now he's back. Yeah, he woke up from his coma. by and, and his nephew is now taking care of him in the real world. But it turns out that some of the uh, isekai elements haven't left his uncle, who is, by all accounts, a true blue otaku. <laughs> He really and, is. But he and has it's access wonderful. from 17 years ago. Yeah, it is but wonderful. He, he he stands 
uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. He loves Sega. He's a diehard Sega. Sega fanboy. Yeah. Oh. He was rather devastated by the state of Sega in the modern world. Mm-hmm. And he has access to some of his powers mm-hmm. and abilities from the Isekai world, such as like a hyperdimensional inventory pocket and <sighs> a, a like like basic magic spells. It's quite interesting. <laughs> it's absolutely amazing. But first and foremost, Isekai Oji-san is a comedy. And it is... We, we burst out laughing multiple times. Oh, God. It's a good comedy. I bust a gut. And, like... Uh, at a very specific joke in the first episode, which I will not spoil. Sometimes it's about, like, uh, weeaboo jokes, like, oh, this guy doesn't understand what tsundere's are. He was isekai <laughs> before tsundere's existed. He couldn't know. This cute elf girl actually had an insane crush the on him. Holy cow. The hots. Yeah, I will say that this is sort of a otaku boomer anime, as in maybe if you're 12 years old, you won't get the humor as much. Yeah, definitely not. Like, it definitely relies, it, it uses the fact that he's been, like, gone for 17 years as the butt of mm-hmm. a lot of the jokes. And so it's really yeah. funny, uh, but if you weren't alive for things like, like, there are definitely, if you're if you're 13, you don't know what a Sega Dreamcast is probably and so the whole like the whole sega does what nintendo joke doesn't make it doesn't make any sense (laughs) Mm -hmm. nope but also he wanted like the the uh shoot not the butterfly knife phone but he wanted like a phone that like turns open yes Mm -hmm. and i was like that was my dream phone yes when i was that age absolutely i wanted that i still remember the smartphone that like the the last smartphone with a good keyboard was the mm. HTC Z or Dream Z or something like that and they had this super elaborate crazy hinge that like lifted the screen away from the phone and then back towards it to get the keyboard yeah. in line with the yeah. screen i appreciated it we don't get cool phones mm-hmm. anymore oh man uh he learned he learned how to use eBay yes yep and he got trolled by people on on YouTube. <laughs> the only thing that I found was, I don't want to say it's a letdown because I think it still suits the show somehow. The animation is probably the thing where you don't necessarily need great animation for this, but you could probably use better. Like like you just appreciate it if it if the art was made a little better. I love the art and animation style. All right. I'm I love that he it. looks like a total normie. He he is. He does. I I feel really bad for saying this, and part of me doesn't want him to hear this, but the Isekai Oji-san looks like Alfred to me. I was thinking the exact I don't mean that as a mean thing, he Alfred. Looks like old, he looks like old <laughs> it's, Alfred. It's Alfred in like 20 years. No, not 20 years. <laughs> probably just 5 to 10. <laughs> no! Oh. But it is genuinely a funny show. If you're kind of from our generation of anime watching, it kind of hits all the right notes. Um, there's enough like standard trope that like it kind of keeps relevant in that way. And then there's 
fun, like stuff that's just a little bit deeper and a little bit more, um, let's say, nerd history where you're like, if you know, you know, you know, you know, and it's really good. So there are seven episodes out right now, and do you and I have watched them all? They're all fantastic, and it's time for me to break your hearts. Seven episodes no, is don't. probably all we're going to get. <gasps> no. So. I don't know what happened. Just like the Sega. For certain. <laughs> My heart. But there was a huge, a huge break between episode four and oh. five where actually COVID oh. ransacked the, the studio. They were oh. shut down for like three or four weeks and there was a gap that long between episode four and five. Uh, five, six, and seven came out within a three-week period. And then Ooh. it came out that... After that, it was going on indefinite hiatus. Oh no! Because Did they say why? COVID just screwed over the studio. Oh yeah. I'll still watch it. I mean, it's oh, just watch it. it's enough. It's like so sort of, it's just fun. Um, it, it'll be the uh, firefly of our generation. The it firefly really of our generation. Like it's, a, it, it's pretty sad because it's it's a fun. It's a really fun show. The jokes are really fun. Mm -hmm. If you're like, if you're in that like mid 20s and up age range and you're watching mm -hmm. like anime, It'll hit. it will hit just oh right. Oh my God. It will. Yeah. Oh my God. It will. You'll laugh. <sighs> yeah, I need more of it. I do. And the other thing, it just definitely it scratches recommend. a certain. Oh, yeah. Huge recommend. Yeah. We were so yeah. right to talk about Isakaiuji san. There's a lot yep. of isekai anime out there. <laughs> it's hard to Especially escape isekai these days. There was a lot this Especially season. this season. And, and, but that one is a that winner. That one is actually a winner. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because, mm -hmm. I think the thing is, and this is my thing I'm realizing, it's not that I don't like certain genres, right? Like, I used to think I just don't like superhero shows, or I just don't like isekai, I, or I just don't like magical girl shows. It's not that. It's... I will watch one or two of the same style of show. And after that, I don't want to deal with every single, you know, bandwagon, bandwagon, trend hopping show uh, that comes out Once you've now. watched Sword Art Online, you've you watched don't have to watch In Another World with My Smartphone and the other In Another World with My Smartphone. I, I, exactly. I don't need it. So... The only time I'm going to watch it from then on is if you do something different, innovative, and fun with it. And I think mm -hmm. Isekayo Jisan is fun and innovative because, yes, you get the base, like, it uses the base plot of you understand how Isekais work and you know that that uncle went on a on a fantasy rpg adventure in another world we're gonna use that the show is like we're gonna use that as the baseline for the jokes you you understand the baseline mm -hmm. context but we're not it's gonna but we're but we're not gonna focus the the exactly it's self-aware humor the the crux of the it's show is the relationship and the exploration of well what happens when you come back from the other world not like not a spoiler mm. but literally in the first minute truck couldn't <laughs> There's an appearance Comes. by Truckun, and you're like, oh. Yeah, it's extremely self-aware. I got yeah. caught off guard a few times, and I was just like, this is this is a show that was written by people who know how to meme themselves. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Sega is definitely not a sponsor. 
No, but they were allowed to play, or they were allowed to say Sega, and they were allowed to play a, a, a yeah, to show it and it. to to play a specific theme song. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but yeah, so yeah, very good. Uh, hopefully, there's more than seven. If not, watch Isekai it'll be a Isekai. shame. But yes, definitely. <laughs> um, the next one is Licorice Recoil. Basically, a show called Gunslinger Girl <laughs> that was like 10 years ago, but now brought into uh, 2022 is what it feels like. It's girls with guns anime with, and when we say girls, like high school girls, trained assassins, they are supposed to, they're like a, an underground covert government operation to help keep Japan ideal, safe. essentially, yeah, yes. safe. Yeah, I guess ideal is a good way of putting yeah. it. But yeah, like the whole the whole point of them is like they look like schoolgirls, so they look non threatening. They don't look strange because, <laughs> of course, you would see you know a school aged girl in her uniform wandering around Japan. That's normal. And so as a result, they convert, they covertly eliminate criminals uh, using very lethal means, terrorists, drug deals, drug deals. Um, and and they do all of it and they have their own cleanup crews and stuff to, you know, delete information that's not supposed to be on social media and clean up the evidence and and just make it seem like, you know, Japan is in this ideal, ideal, perfect peace. Yes. Extremely idyllic, yes. And, and that was, again, this is just first episode material that we're working off of. There's mm-hmm. some real, uh, let's say, potential for it to get, like, gravelly and dark. And I'm going to come out Possible. and say it doesn't. Full of substance. It just, it, it no, doesn't get dark. It, it does. It, oh, hold on. No, no. It is consistently the vibe of Genki Gunslinger Girl. Okay, yes. But well. it does handle um, dark topics in its overall narrative but it doesn't handle them in a gritty depressing way so if we go back to gunslinger girl it's really depressing after like episode three it's it's extremely depressing because gunslinger girl has the same sort of premise where they're taking out like political enemies of the state it takes place in italy and and it has the same sort of like handler uh, operative sort of relationship between the girl and uh, their again their handler, and but the thing is like a lot of them come from tragic backgrounds where it's like orphans and they have sort of I- these issues, but but they're not like they're just trained to execute, but they start you know exhibit because they are I don't know about fourteen to sixteen. Whereas they start ex- like you know exhibiting and learning you know things like their own personalities and their loves and desires and wants and things like that. Whereas this show is much more like these girls don't seem to have that tragic backstory. They do seem to have a little bit more well-rounded personalities and, and it's okay that way. Like I'm okay with it not becoming too dark. Whereas I am happy. Singer girl was focusing on like, the mortality and the issues of the girls there. Uh, Licorice mm-hmm. Recoil is more about the blooming relationship and character development around the two main characters, uh, Chisato and Ta- Takina. Takina. Yeah. And that's what's really different. That's what's great about it. 
it stays really cheery throughout. It does. It it is it is very um it's a very positive show. Like it does deal with dark themes and dark topics because I mean, of course, you're dealing with terrorists, you're dealing with violent crime and Criminals. you're dealing with, you know, people get shot with real bullets um but it handles Mm -hmm. it in a way where you know it does a balance of making you you know understand the gravity of what's going on um without Mm -hmm. you know without you know denying you moments of brevity you get to see the characters interact you get to see um the characters um lighten up and there's there's a there's a specific thing that i want to bring up because of course the, the fans, you know, you see this this blossoming de- development between these two female characters and you wonder, well, are they going to become girlfriends by the end of the show? And so I won't spoil the answer for you, but I will say that one thing I was really impressed with was um, the way that this show handles um, topics like diversity. Um, and and mm. it does it in a really interesting way because one thing I'll point out um, when you watch anime, especially if you watch anime from like the 2000s or the 90s, there are oftentimes only Japanese characters. And, you know, even if characters have mm-hmm. pink hair, blue hair, green hair, like they're explicitly Japanese characters, even if they have funky colored yeah. hair or like magical features. Um, and they're, they're mm-hmm. very rarely, for example, black characters. Um, and when they are there, they're often usually very specific stereotypes about black american people they're tropes and, yeah they're often yeah. very tropey um and they are often used as the butt of a you know haha america joke um and most foreigners <laughs> in anime in general are typically used as like a haha foreigner language difference type of joke hello how are you fine thank, thank you, you. <laughs> um but it's really cool because the sort of like their main mentor is a black guy and he's yep. And I got some extremely dream daddy vibes from yeah, him. Yeah, he's That's he's a very saying. he's a very attractive like character. Like he, he he and he's very clearly and obviously a black character. He has he has very obviously African features. Um, what's really cool? But he feels mm-hmm. well rounded. Yeah, he oh, feels well rounded. Yeah. He's an anime character and he's cool. He's really I love him. He gets his own sort of like little subplot arc in the show that I won't yes. spoil. It's great. Yes. Um, and um, so but like that's you know they, they they play him completely straight. He's there and you know the the they you know they mention that yes he's a foreigner and there's lots of other you know foreigners but it's never like in the show but it's never played as a joke Mm -hmm. it's yeah of course of course there's foreign intelligence in the assassination agency of course there is and so he's there and it's really cool Mm -hmm. um but the Mm -hmm. other thing is without again without spoiling it the show does touch on lgbt um topics um and relationships and there is a very uh explicit and i don't mean like two characters do explicit things in the show they don't but the it's relationship it's explicitly shown as a relationship as a, there's an ex, there's a relationship that is clearly mm. shown demonstrated there's no ifs it's ands, not a it's, tease it's relationship not a tease, it's not a bait it is very odd like they, the two characters tell each other that they love each other yes yes anymore yeah. so and i like, won't i won't spoil it any further than that but I really liked how that was handled because it's played very straight. It's not played as a joke. It's not played as a, these two are two weirdos, which often a lot of queer representation is sometimes played as these two people, 
you know, they're happy together, but it's weird. And it's okay because they're weird. Um, it's not mm. played like that at all. It is, it is, for each other. it is played as if, it is played very much almost as if they were a heterosexual Imagine couple. if James mm. Bond was talking up some hot lady at the bar and they mentioned that they had history in the past. It's played basically like that. Right. But, uh, but as an LGBTQ couple. Sure. I love it. Yeah. I think it's really that. clear that we all really liked this oh. one. It is it's a great legitimately show. one of the best shows of the season. I highly recommend it if like, you haven't I'll seen power it. If Isekai Oji-san had more episodes, it would be battling Licorice Recoil for best anime of the season. <laughs> That's saying quite a bit. It really is. Yeah. You want to move on to the next one? Let's do it. I think we do. So Yure Deko. Yure Deko, I believe that I said on that episode that it could go one of two ways. It can look good and be really interesting, or it can look good and be really boring. And ladies and gentlemen, I can tell you that it looks good. And we don't know how else it's going to go, because we only saw one episode. I watched it. Oh, you kind of do? Oh, no. So from from the first episode, uh, it was very, very unclear to me if it was going to get darker or not. Um, the show itself already in the first episode makes reference to, like, it makes a Tom Sawyer reference. It's very clearly a world that's built on top of, there's at least a little bit of dystopia in there. There's a, there's a heavy influence of social media and, like, almost a social credit system. And you're like, this could get really depressing. It's basically. But it hasn't so far. Investigating the idea of. What would happen if social media literally infected or or leached into every single part of your life? It's basically Mark Zuckerberg's metaverse taken to the extreme. Uh, and while it doesn't immediately say that's a bad thing, it shows you in the ways that it could be implemented and what could be done. And I've watched about five episodes of it and... I like the visual style. The visual style is probably going to be a, 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 a love or hate sort of thing. I do like the visual style. I feel like it works for the story that it's trying to tell. What I don't like is how it tells the story. It's, quite frankly, boring to me. It's really just not good. Yeah, and that's my how I problem might be different for other people. Uh, to me... I feel like the story so far in five episodes hasn't given me any payoff. It's it's given me mysteries or things to think about, try to look at, but it hasn't come out and said, are you right or are you wrong or what's going on? It hasn't... Mm-hmm. I, kind, I, I might be the brainlet here, but I, every now and then, I need the media to come over to me and say, ah, yes, you thought this was the thing. You are right. I... I like that. It's the payoff that I sometimes need. I'm an anime watcher. Cut me some slack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I will say for me, I am one of those people where this particular art style doesn't speak to me. I'm not super in love with it. That's okay. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a very unique stylistic choice. It makes sense for the story it's trying to tell. And I think a lot of people will like that style because it's very cute and pop arty and it feels... Um, it feels like what people thought the future and what, you know, the World Wide Web would look like um, in the 90s. Yeah. And that's really cool. I think 
even from the first episode, I was like, I am just, there's not enough story to really hold me. Like Mm. even from the first episode, we do, you do get like, they hit all of the story beats where you're introduced to the main character. You're introduced to, you know, an, an antagonist or you're introduced to, you know, a, a, a a change and you, and you're, Mm -hmm. you know, you hit all of those major story beats that you need, but there's nothing, nothing about the characters that we've been shown and the world that they've been shown to be in is interesting enough for me to care about a narrative enough to watch the whole show. While we were watching the show, one thing that that actually I realized while I was watching it, uh, very recently, Cyberpunk Edge Runners came out, and me and you have been watching a few episodes. Yure Deco felt like if you took Cyberpunk Edge Runners, boiled it down for three year olds, and then presented it to you. Except again, mm. gave no story, no no real I mean, story. I think with I think with the art style, it it is trying to tell a story through the art style because it's a very impressionistic pop art, bright colors kind of thing. But a lot of it, and we haven't actually touched on um, the mechanics within it. I feel like, which is um, they they have they have these like everyone from four was it four months or four everyone years has a deco. Old? What's called a deco? Yeah, which is yeah. basically eyeball implants that do. Yep. Augmented reality. Yeah. So basically, yeah. you know, you look up to your uh, upper left and you can access probably a little menu thing or a little thing of like how no, you No, the menu's popped in and out of existence. Like, like you didn't yeah, have to look I mean, into like, a direction to get the menu. You just like, ah, but it was the menu needs to remember? exist Because like now. she could take a selfie. Yeah, it was yeah. like gesture-based. She could based, take a selfie, um, gesture-based AR. AR system. And I thought that yeah. was all cool. But like it implied with all the bright colors and whatnot that everything that was bright is AR. So that yeah. means a lot of people's clothes, because we saw that we're one all guy, AR. We're all yeah. AR too. Yeah. A lot, oh, yeah. like, yeah. a lot yeah. of them are just walking around technically naked, but they have like. Um, well, they've uh, got like AR, a basic bodysuit on, hair. but like yeah. it AR projects hair. things. AR makeup, yeah. AR clothing, uh, clothing. And, accessories yeah. and, yeah. You, and you unlock these uh, microtransactions technically through getting likes, essentially. Yeah, uh, social it, media it, likes. It, it's a social credit system it using is. AR. Mm-hmm. And all of that's the the pre- the premise is really interesting. This is the, to say that uh, uh, that Leakers Recoil is like an updated, um, slightly different tracked uh, uh, Gunslinger Girl is is to say that Yuri Deco is like an upgraded, slightly different tracked uh, uh, serial experiments. Lane. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, in a way. Yeah, yeah. it has those yeah. mysteries. It has the, that technological intrigue and that mm-hmm. advancement. It has that like underlying what is the matrix, like the red pill underneath kind of situation. There's a lot of clues, though, like everywhere, scattered everywhere. If you're looking like the the walls of her room are quite bare because she doesn't have a whole lot of loves to spend on things to make things look nicer mm-hmm. but you can tell that the walls are all really scuffed and kind of jank and so mm-hmm. is the rest of the house but they jazz it up with ar stuff right mm-hmm. and there's also a scene uh where one of the other characters is just like flying around causing mischief and uh there's a scene of a trendy shopping area, which has lots of colorful objects everywhere and lots of interesting designs. And then you Beyond, see kind of yeah. a shot of the what looks like the slums. There's like barely anything there. 
And but that's like the actual skeleton of the city underlying. Yeah, it, right? and that's that's the real world, right? So those things aren't exactly being glossed over if you're paying attention. They're not mm-hmm. really being addressed with the tone that I would have expected from something like this. But I'm yeah. also waiting to see what is going to happen. Yeah, and I think that I think was my frustration. Something... Was I? I, I think could there's a lot of depth there. Yeah, I I could see the potential for a lot of depth. And so I, I kind of watched it along with, with Angelo and, and then eventually dropped it and just was like, I'm just not interested in this anymore. Because, like, the, the world building was really cool. Like, the visual world building was really cool and really interesting. And it did, as you mentioned, Jay, it does a lot of, there's a lot of storytelling that it does in the environment and in the art style. But then the mm-hmm. actual narrative and dialogue just doesn't do anything with it. And so I'm just like, it's so close, but... But just, just, just mm-hmm. push it like just, just a little bit further. It's a payload anime for sure. Mm, it's, yeah, it's you know, yeah, probably, I you, think you, so. You inch along, you inch along, and then finally, there's a destination that you hit. Maybe it's everything you wanted. That's the only problem. It's a gamble. If the storytellers don't do it right, if the writers don't, um, you know, express that correctly, if the animation doesn't express that correctly, you're going to feel a little let down. But there's something there because there's a seed that they plant. I want to believe for you. that it's a slow burn like Shiki where you need to wait nine episodes before the story really starts mm-hmm. happening. I remember Shiki being crazy like that where I have unga bunga brain still low attention the span. art style and a small drip feed of something interesting happening has to occur. And I just, I didn't get that from Yuridiko. I did. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't get that. Huh? Solid. Maybe then. Give it a try. If it might be your genre, yeah, it might that's, be that's, your, like that's I, your thing. Like if you like you, uh, I I may watch it all the way through just to see what the whole situation actually ends up being. But if you like, uh, I think Yuasa it's a little lower Misaki, on my list considering. I think that's his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, same same uh, art style and studio and everything behind. Keep your hands off Isokin, uh, Devilman Crybaby. I believe Kaiba a long ass time ago. It has something to say, and it's going to say it eventually. It's just a matter of whether you can make it that long or not. Mm-hmm. And if it fair, was fair. worth it, because there's a, there's every possibility that what if it just they says Twitter bad somewhere that wasn't good enough? Yeah. What if it just says bird at bad? Yeah, like that's the thing. If I I think I wouldn't be able to stomach if I watched like so. I watched five episodes. If I got to episode mm-hmm. ten and the and the and the bomb drop was social media bad, I'd be like, thanks. Like I know, thank you for. Th- I'm so glad it took. Zucker, Zuckerman's no good. Meta, metaverse bad, <laughs> Web three bad. Like yeah. I'd be like, yeah, thank you for that insight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so pretty mixed opinions, which sounds about right. Yeah, there's potential, and that's pretty much all you hope for that pays off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of potential. And payoff. That might pay off. Uh, this 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 episode of Isekai Yakyoku had none of it. Doogie Hauser oh. MD the Boy. Isekai. Oh my gosh. That was for I will say for you not I will say the very beginning hit a little kinda hard. Like the whole uh, uh I'm an adult who works myself to literal death. This is my calendar is booked back to back. No, that's my... just the Japanese dream. The for real wow. it's it really schedule. The, the work schedule really is not. just the worst. 
this isekai, there have been so many isekai that have done the, yes, the protagonist literally worked themselves to death. They, they did the karoshi. They That's not did, social commentary at all. They did the thing the, where the, the character is exhausted because they're too hard of a worker. This yep. isekai did that He's the best doctor. so far. Yeah. Most other isekai, they spend 30 seconds on that. They they spent like a solid, what, two, three minutes? Yeah, they, five they minutes? spent a good yeah. five minutes of the show. They, like, they actually showed how mm. much of a hard worker this guy was. And it hurt. It hurt. Listen, I'm an adult now. Yeah. And, you know, seeing, listen, seeing like these like mid-20s to like mid-30s or even like early early uh, 40s like characters working away, mm-hmm. like it, it makes me sad because it's like... I, th- I think I said this when we were talking about it. I've become the thing that teenage me wanted to avoid being. And now I am that thing. Yeah. But I have disposable income, so maybe it's okay. Um, I buy lottery tickets with my disposable income <laughs> because I want out. I want out. <laughs> and yeah. so it's like, it's, it hurts. And it hurts so much worse. It hurts worse than it did when I was a, a teenager watching anime. And to really rub the salt in the wound in that five minutes of like seeing him working and having him so zoned into work that he doesn't notice the presence of other people. They show his like wall to wall work calendar with all the different colored meetings. I was like, I hate it here. Like, do you have to do you have to be so loud and so correct? Like you said nothing, but it's so loud. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. I definitely got a little bit of PTSD from that. I'm on vacation this coming week, and I'm just like, wow, that is the last thing I was going to think You're about. Like, Thank Thanks. you for that. Yeah. And then, not only does he, you know, die and get isekai'd, he gets isekai'd into a world where he's basically doing the same job he had as a child. And- <laughs> And has to learn the wrong things. So, yeah, because in this isekai world, it's that standard sort of dark ages, medieval kind of set, or like, fantasy you know, setting. Uh, idyllic uh, Eastern or Eastern, like Western European uh, I'm fantasy I'm going to bring some castles. outside information in. So mm-hmm. I oh. haven't watched past the first episode. I only watched the first episode here with you guys. But apparently the whole premise, the whole OP-ness of this guy is that he understands and starts using modern medicine, basically saying, you guys fuck your bullshit. We're not using those those 12th century methods here. Yeah, basically. In this day and age, we, we got the chemistry. We got the magic. I can hold my fingers up to my eye and see that you have uh, sprained your, your butthole. And so, with that information, <laughs> I can come up with exactly what information I need to know to, to, to mix up the pharmacology okay. to make you work. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Are you telling me that this seven or nine-year-old or whatever boy uh, is wakes up from a coma one day, has knowledge of modern medicine, but also is able to literally create matter <laughs> with his hands? Any any matter he can create any pure element with his hands. He he has literal divine magical powers. He's just broken, and he's going to resort 
to modern well, medicine yes. to fix everything. Yeah, it's so oh, like the premise is just so silly because it's like the whole the whole like it's even implied from episode one. Like the whole the whole premise is that you know in this world because as Jay said, it's sort of like the Middle Ages, the Dark Ages, and all of the medicine is like 12th century homeopathic. Medicine. Yeah, it's 12th century. Oh, it's 12th century like ooga medicine, and then also like mysticism <sighs> and magic. Um, and so mm-hmm. you have to learn the 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 magic ugabuga mysticism to like sort of apply the twelfth century magic and the, and the brokenness is mm-hmm. not only is he a broken magic user he can just he can just you know his magic is super strong he's the next coming of God he, he's bas- yeah he's basically like the next he's like basically Jesus and he's anime Jesus and he can do anything. Um, but mm-hmm. it's because he has knowledge because he was a pharmacist in his previous life. He has modern knowledge of medicine, and so his magic is stronger because he has a a better innate understanding of how the elements work, and so he could make Mushko anything Tensei and do anything. Did the same thing. He's yeah, but the difference okay. is the difference is, and this is the problem I have with every isekai show. He is oh he he has an op ability, and it's op several out the several gate, out oh, the yeah. gate. He literally mm-hmm. in the first episode. There's no learning he needs. Yeah, there's no learning. The thing about East, um, about he's uh, basically there to like gawk at the locals and try to make their life better. Yeah, exactly. Like he gets to be the the he he basically got reborn into a world where he has every luxury possible, and like even if he were to lose that luxury, it wouldn't matter because he's just he, he he'll just never die. Like he's basically immortal. He can cure anything. He's all, he was reborn. He was reborn into a noble house. He's nobility. He's rich, and his family is well-recognized. And he has the most OP power. This is also a Shota harem. Yeah, which is also... Well, at least one of the ladies uh, already learned to be absolutely terrified of him. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, yes. The the whole introduction of, of, okay, well, he's born into a noble family. He has the best life ever. Uh... He'll be able to figure out how to do all of the the magic healing stuff, no problem. He's gonna have the best life ever. The the introduction is, oh no, uh, the cave ad is he's so powerful that other people will be afraid of him if they discover how powerful he is. That's the struggle that they gave him. Oh, it's such my a struggle. Lord. Anyway, what it's, a conflict in the story. It's pretty clear that we didn't like this one. Like pretty much the whole way through that episode, we were heckling it to it's death. It's too many. It's too many tropes. It's too uninspired. Standard, uninspired crap. It's I. I have a thing with words, and they just pour the the the. There's a lot of lazy writing with how they like sort of jam medical name words new in. concepts. Oh yeah. God, that's like, right. Like, yeah. He's a pharmacician, because, uh, but it's not a or a pharmacian or something like that. Where it's a he's a magician, you know, a pharmacist, pharmacist magician. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, uh, is he a magician see, I who's been a okay. pharmacist or a pharmacist who's a magician? I would have been okay if it was like I'm a pharmacist physician, but no. But a no. physician doesn't like a physician is modern. He can't possibly be that right now. I mean, they probably had the title for a physician at some point. 
Anyway, besides the point, really lazy writing. I didn't like it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Again, as I said before, I will watch an isekai show if you show me something that is new or innovative or different from all the other isekai. Why do I care about something a little more compelling, please? You know, yeah. Why Mm -hmm. am I compelled to watch this? I am not compelled to watch this because it's a pharmacy isekai. I'll have you know that I'm already enjoying an isekai this very season that featured a character who worked himself to death. And the only thing that isekai pharmacy did better than isekai slime master dude uh, is that they actually showed the working himself to death part a lot better. That, that That's really... Mm. The fact that, that Dio and Nancy were both... Man. Physically cringing, reeling back in fear and anguish at that little scene... It was a pretty damn good scene. It's the best writing in the yeah, entire show. It was a good show. scene. Unfortunately, it, it was all downhill after yeah. the guy died. <laughs> mm-hmm. Apparently, I'm sure and they'll that's... try and redeem the like the beginning from the during the last few episodes about when he gets like he, like he won't get un isekai because he died. What if he un isekais and goes back and meets his nephew in the real world? No, <laughs> that epi- that anime is far too good to be mixed with, with this one. Yeah, the, the, this this uh, pharmacist doesn't like Sega enough. Yikes! But wait, there's more. There's one last anime preview review, and it's the worst one yet. Yeah. yeah. All right. Spoilers: it's, We didn't even make it through the episode. It got X armed. What else? Notoria has the wonderful, the honorful. The f- the status of being the second episode ever that we could not finish the first episode of. We just didn't want to. We just voted halfway through going, this is the 10-minute mark. There's another 10 minutes. This can't possibly be good enough. This Moe Harry Potter based off a mobile game anime was not worth your podcaster's time. Literally the first... I like- did some... <laughs> I left halfway through... <laughs> Jay decided the bathroom was an important place to be. And I, for one, agree with that decision. Literal I didn't disagree I, literal with that. Poop I stated was more important than Warao Ars Notoria. I will say as well that I didn't even need to go. It was only at the want level where you your body acknowledges that there is waste to be excreted. And I said yeah, that sounds fine. <laughs> this this was a Scott Pilgrim moment where he said, I need to go pee due to boredom. Like, Except you know. for Jay, it was the number two. To, to, mm-hmm. to actually say anything about the anime itself, within the first 30 seconds, we were introduced to some nauseating parallax. Like, I'm glad that it was only on screen <laughs> mm-hmm. for a couple seconds because I was like the fuck is this for people who don't know what parallax is or that term it's basically you see it in video games a lot where it's like you have uh let's say a 2d uh one video, part like side scroller or something where your your foreground as you move around in the foreground the background also moves but at a slower pace uh relative mm. to the distance so you kind of get that sense of scale and distance between the background and the foreground except when parallax is done poorly it looks like garbage. They were doing it so poorly <laughs> that the background was moving faster than the character in the foreground. <laughs> Which there implies was... that the that the foreground character is moving at the speed of sound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like it's broken a certain barrier in order to be able to do that. Now, 
There was a character that walked across the screen for like a whole 10 seconds maybe, and they were blurred out so hard that it looked like it was 60 FPS interpolation problems. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. There was a there the 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 second girl character that we were immediately introduced to. And this is before we understand that they really have magical powers, but she jumped off of this tower platform and I was <laughs> cheering that she might miss landing on the platform. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Jay. Oh my god, I can't believe. But anyway, like the the character designs weren't awful except Nancy really Nancy didn't like this one girl who had a screen I didn't like it's her. her were... no, that's the main. That's the, that main. Is the main character. I that's didn't like the main character. The main character is the Ahoke. As far as I could tell, yeah. that character was literally called Ars Notoria. Yes. The whole anime is but named there's after also we got a shout out in the worst anime. I- I'm gonna be we honest. Did. Like you can tell Little that it's Alberta. a game anime because they kind of just throw a bunch of characters at you, and they're like, "You're supposed to know who these are." You're supposed to know who they and are, they do, and you're supposed and, to know what they yeah. do. And then, like, the characters start talking, and they just start throwing out, like, in-world lingo with, like, no Jokes. context. Like, there's not, like, they don't, like, hold yeah. a, a book or something or a tome and be like, yes, this is the lesser key of blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, oh, I understand that the lesser key of blah, blah, blah is a book. Like, they just throw the words out, mm-hmm. and you're like, I don't know what this is. I don't know what you're talking you're, you're about. You're basically, you feel like you're dropping in to the middle of the season. Of the, yeah, exactly. But it's That's not even the, just the, it's not even just the middle of the season. It's a middle of the season bland conversation without plot. <laughs> yeah, like, nothing There was like, a scene. You're like, you're not even, minutes. yeah. You're not sitting there going, like, I'm lost because I don't understand what's happening. You're saying, I'm under, I'm, I'm here, I'm lost because I don't understand what's happening, and I don't care. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like, I, there what, was, is, what is the inciting incident? Like, why do I care that these girls are at school? Why do I care that they're, that they're, they're meeting for cake or tea or whatever? Why do I care that this one girl is miserable and broke so she can't afford, you know, four of this one type of cake that she wants? Like, like. Or like. Why why did they have like this little ceremonial thing where they all curtsy? Yeah, like what was what why do I care about this stuff? Like nothing nothing happens. Mm-hmm. There's no like there's not even like a oh no, we're late for class. Like there's no sense of urgency. It's just like as far as we know, they were meeting up for like a Sunday tea to just shoot the shit. Like and good good for them. You know, cute girls doing cute things was a popular thing for a while, but like I don't care. Mm-hmm. It was very difficult for me to like any of the characters without having any foreknowledge of them. Yeah. Just if 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 it, I don't even think it was because it was a mobile game anyway where I needed to know the characters through the game first. I think it was just lazy everything. Well, I mean other it's other than it, maybe character design which were they're kind of cute. It's a game anime on that. Yeah, like everything I think, I I will agree with Jay, I think everything hinges off of, ooh, look how cute the girls are, they have unique hairstyles, and one of them has a quirky way of speaking, and one has this really expressive ahoge, and like, ooh, that's so cute, and they all have these like really unique uniforms, like, ha ha, they're adorable, and I'm like, okay, that's nice, but like, why do I want to watch that and not just like look at a PNG of them? Mm-hmm. Game anime do be game anime, just like video game movies. Pain 
and suffering even. Mm-hmm. I think it's safe to say neither of us liked, none of us liked this. Not at all. Not at all. There's nothing to like. A solid uh, zero out of ten. Uh, no, thank you. If you like Wadao Ars Notorious Seekel. <laughs> if you like the game and you wanted to watch the anime, then... <laughs> I was going to say go for it, but, you know, I have not played the game, therefore I don't have much of a, well, a gravitation towards it. Was a game. it. All I'm saying is if you like it, seek help. I'm I'm usually... There are better I'm games. I usually live and let live on these sort of things, but you know what? <laughs> seek help. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. Speaking of better games, uh, if you are looking for a fun... Uh, like early 2000s style point and click adventure storytelling game, there is a very adorable one called Nine Noir Lives that Not as I got to voice a character in. <laughs> yeah, Nancy did it! Uh, it launched just like 10 days ago. Yay. Yeah, two weeks ago. I get to play a game uh, with Nancy on Steam. Unit. Yeah, there were. It's, it's been getting really good uh, reviews, which makes me very nice. happy because the, this, the, the game itself is actually quite adorable. I've been playing through it a little bit on stream. Uh, yes, as a cat, you do get the chance to lick pretty much everything. Oh, my. Did Stray let you lick things? No. Wow. But I did get to no. meow with things. So. You do. Yeah. It actually is improves on one aspect of the definitive cat simulator. That's big. The definitive cat simulator. But yeah, it, it was. It's been a very. Mm-hmm. It's been a very good uh, couple of weeks. Very very exciting. I also got to perform at the palace last week. You got to perform with the band. I got to perform with the band. It was amazing. It was loud. I was very very grateful for hearing protection. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Did mm-hmm. you feel the drums thumping through you? Yes, it makes it really hard to sing on key, actually. Yeah, you were telling us last time, because you can't hear yourself, you don't get your own auditory feedback. Pretty much. So you, what were you doing? Were you just being like, okay, I think I'm singing this this tone. It feels like I'm you singing this just, tone. Yeah, you kind of just rely on uh, all of your practice, I guess. Like, I think this note sounds like it should be about here, so this is where I'm singing now. Nice. Hmm. Uh, so I've been coming off of, like, the world's biggest adrenaline rush for, like, the last week. All of your projects are finally coming to fruition. Yes. Yes, it is. We need to get her automobile graph. <laughs> yeah, we need to get automobile graphics One before she's too famous to talk to us. We need the automobile mm-hmm. graphics. Oh, please. We'll have to line up for her at Expo just to say hello. I'm... <laughs> Oh my god, no. I will always have time for my Oda fam. We'll have to yeah. line up low, to low price of $5.99 per minute. <laughs> for the low, low price of if you donate to whatever cause I am currently raising money for. Donate to Extra Life while Bayfar, Jay, and Amanda stream it. Yeah. Exactly. Good times for all. We do that. Mm-hmm. And having done that... I believe it is a time to end this episode. But thank you for listening. Thank you and for enjoying. And we will have more anime soon because we'll have to do the fall preview. Indeed, fall is upon yes. us. We're falling. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> that was awful. I'm falling out of this episode. Goodbye, Bye. Bye everyone. Take Bye. care. Bye.